This is One Hitters, getting to know the guests of the Cannabis 101 podcast just a little more. Really love doing One Hitters, and I'm joined this week by Quinn Shiskin, Director of Products and Innovation with The Valens Company. Quinn, are you ready for One Hitters? Absolutely. Look forward to going through these names. All right. Let's start with what is your favorite THC cultivar? Well, it's a complex question, but uh, I'm a gelato fan. So anything uh, with that gelato nose or, or like a nice number 33 Fino, the Larry Bird of gelatos, uh, one of my favorite strains for sure. Um, if you ever get a chance to go down to California and try out a Sherbinsky's line from Mario Guzman's gelato shops, it's a terrific experience, terrific strains. But uh, up here in Canada, licensed producer Lot 420 out of Quebec just released a gelato 33. And, I think some of the best cannabis I've had on the legal side here in Canada. I love the Sherbinsky story. That is, that's one of the best in the, in the cannabis space. Yeah, Yeah, it really is. What about on the CBD side? Do you have one there? Yeah. So CBD, I've been trying to get uh, more into and use it kind of evening relaxing smoke. Um, I'm a big fan of the Canatonic Haze from uh, Pearson Farms. I think Mandish and his team over there do a fantastic job, always having that consistent, dark nug, smooth smoke of a Canatonic. Uh, affordable price, so it's one of my go-to. Is I like to enjoy uh, those one gram or bigger joints and really relax in the evening. Beautiful. What about uh, consumption method? What's your go-to? Yeah, I'm traditional. I'm a joint roller through and through. Uh, I love the whole experience of grinding up the weed, smelling the experience when after you bust up that nice bud, uh, rolling into a nice hemp paper or a frontal leaf blunt paper. And, uh, I'm old school. I love those uh, traditional methods of just smoking a good old-fashioned joint. Two things that r- really strike with me is the the ritualistic, uh, especially when you're with people. Right now, we're, we're not able to do that as much because of the, the pandemic. But, you know, when you're with your really good friends, it's a ritual. And, and um, kind of, it, it, it's like, uh, you know, the anticipation. And the other thing is after the grind. Uh, so many people don't realize that you, you, can, you can change a little bit. You can smell some different things after the grind. So I love that you said both of those things. Oh yeah, it is the experience, set and setting with your friends, enjoying the mood, but also enjoying breaking apart that nice strain and seeing what's in it. Is it a complex profile? And it does release when you open it up with a nice grind job. What about accessories? What's your go-to? What's your favorite? So there's accessories on the, the, the vape side of things. I love having a nice uh, dab rig, good device, good glass, but uh, accessory. Uh, I love a nice frontal leaf or grapple leaf, traditional tobacco blunt paper. Uh, if you can find yourself a nice source of those, it's always an experience. And, uh, one of my favorite uh, items to hunt down is a, a nice fronto, true tobacco leaf and rolling one of those nice, uh, beautiful blunts. That's awesome. What about your first experience? What was your first dance with Mary Jane like? <laughs> Well, it's an interesting one. I think it was back in high school with some friends and uh, innovation was back then as well as I remember making a sprinkler out of a sprinkler head and stainless steel parts out of a device and making a homemade pipe and I uh, found some cannabis from a, a little bit older friend and smoked some with a, in a tree house in my parents' backyard and quite the experience and we really learned that uh, cannabis really elevates the mood of playing basketball and riding bikes and fell in love from an early age. 
That's awesome. I love the innovation. Uh, you know, we once made a bong. The first time I ever used a bong was out of a pop bottle, a, a pot of, full of water and tinfoil. You know, I, I don't recommend that to uh, for today, no. but it, the innovation, when people can come up with it, whether it's an apple, a pickle, or uh, a sprinkler, I absolutely love that. Um, what about uh, one person you'd like to get high with? Who would that be? So I have kind of two avenues on that. Uh, for the fun time, I'd love to hang out with Snoop Dogg and really just be in the studio, listening to beats, rolling up nice joints, being uh, being able to see him in his element, grooving his music, smoking joints, enjoying his true passion. I think that'd be a fantastic experience. I would love to experience that uh, from top to bottom, riding in the studio, maybe going in a nice uh, low rider Cadillac, something cool. Uh, but I also on the scientific side of things, I'd love to be with uh, Dr. Ralph Majula. The, the grandfather or the father of cannabis, I think you'd be tremendous to see his stories and get into his brain a little bit and understand of uh, the, the hardships he's gone through since the 1960s researching cannabis. I think it'd be a tremendous experience. Yeah, that would uh, that that would be wild just to you know yeah. pick the brain of, of somebody responsible for so much. Um, is there a is there a famous person you have been high with? Yeah, so pretty famous. Um, one that really sticks out is Bliss and Esso, one of uh, the largest Australian hip hop bands. They're the friends of my brothers. And when they were they touring Canada, I got to hang out with them a few nights and have them over at my house and have good parties. Uh, we smoked a lot of great cannabis, listened to all their music, and it was terrific watching those guys bounce off the wall. And um, huge stars in Australia and around the world in hip hop. And I think that was uh, one of my best times with uh, famous individuals. That's awesome. Okay, if you could smoke a joint with any fictional character, who would it be? It doesn't have to be a cannabis character, just any fictional character out there. That'd be a good one. So one of my favorite shows, Seinfeld. I just think of uh, kicking back on Jerry's couch, enjoying uh, <laughs> a nice joint with George Costanza and Jerry. And imagine Kramer flying through the door when she smells like good weed and coming to join you. And I think it'd be a hit of an episode if you could set that up and relive uh, cannabis in the Seinfeld world. As, uh, I just can imagine Costanza making me laugh uh, all these years and being real life, smoking and joy with those fellows. I think it'd just be tremendous. I can't imagine what Kramer would come up with, uh, with the creativity of uh, some karyophylline or something opening up everything right. in, in his brain. That's beautiful. What, who is your favorite 420 character? I have to say uh, from Half-Baked, Dave Chappelle. Um, when he's bringing up Wesley Pipes or Billy, uh, Billy Bong Thornton. Uh, a tremendous movie. It just made me get a laugh time and time again. And when we were young and stoned watching that movie, uh, I, I just remember the great times we had as friends. And, I think that character stuck with me a long time and I, I movie was just on a couple months ago and again watching it uh, enjoying a nice cannabis beverage and a joint and got me laughing again so love that character yeah I love how they name the things and, and I'm a namer I, I, yeah. I you know my my burnt uh, hexagon I call it the hexasaurus rex and I love naming all of my uh, you know different uh, you know pipes or whatever thing just just like they did in that because you get your your friends together and they're like Let's bring out the Hexasaurus Rex or something like that. And you kind of feel like you're, uh, you know, a character in uh, Half-Baked that way. 100%. So I, I, I love that. Uh, do you have a favorite Do you have a favorite place to consume, a go-to place? Yeah, so living out here in the beautiful sunny Okanagan, heading down to the lake or lakeside on the beach, uh, one of my favorite things for sure. Uh, it's very beautiful views. If it's a sunset or sunrise, Kelowna's got some terrific views. So 
uh, try and get a little bit into nature near some water or if you're on vacation tropical palm trees love everything about being near a waterfront where's the coolest place you've consumed so i got to, uh, a great experience i got to travel down to columbia with our ceo tyler robson um, and we had a, such a great experience we're traveling through the jungles of bogota that we, we took a small little tiny little plane and flew to santa marta on the caribbean side of columbia uh, went and looked at millions of square feet of beautiful Colombian plants and one of the growers there gave me a nice little bag of uh, some Colombian Afghan gold, like some beautiful traditional Sinaloa gold bud and I uh, got to bring that back and enjoy with a beautiful sunset looking over the Caribbean ocean. It was uh, picture perfect and uh, definitely time stamped in my brain forever. It's a, that's a great moment to consuming cannabis. Wow, that is amazing. It's wild. Uh, that just, was great. Just... Oh, that's so awesome. Do you have a bucket list place? Is there one place you would really like to get high? Uh, I'm an avid golfer, so I think looking at uh, looking at Pebble Beach, doing a nice mm-hmm. sunset round at Pebble Beach, going down one of those traditional tracks, uh, magic playing the iconic uh, par three, number seven hole, looking down the cliff edge, sunsetting over the ocean. I think that'd just be tremendous uh, time and uh, experience I'm definitely going to have in my bucket list of consuming cannabis. That beautiful course, uh, one of Jack Nicholas's favorite uh, holes, number eight, walking down Sunset Alley. Love it. Love to do it. Beautiful. What goes well with weed? I think coffee. I think uh, one of my favorite things on the weekend, a morning coffee, a nice, uh, nice joint, good strain. Uh, one of my favorite experiences. So uh, huge advocate of cannabis and coffee. Yeah, on the deck, right? Outside looking, you know, That's beautiful it. morning. I- yeah, I got a nice covered deck that overlooks the sunrise. Got some nice ferns and plants, so it doesn't much get doesn't much get much better than that. Awesome, I love that. <laughs> All right, uh, slang word. You know, what's your favorite slang word that you use today, or you know, back in the day, uh, what did you guys use? Maybe as a code word or something like that. Yeah, we like uh, weed traditional. I always love it. My mom calls it, uh, you're going to go do weed. Uh, I always <laughs> found that uh, pretty funny and comical. <laughs> um, uh, but another one I really like is, I uh, just call it the chronic. It's like, uh, roll up that nice chronic. Let's go smoke that good chronic. Uh, I think that's just from the good old Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre 2001. But uh, symbol of good cannabis and chronic is really stuck with me. Yeah, exactly. My... Uh... My father-in-law uh, and 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 he, he called them dopers. And another buddy of my, his dad uh, said, "Oh, they were just all on the dope." So must be like uh, that that one generation that you know whether you know some some of those people would say dope uh, when they when they don't they're not being very kind uh, or hippie lettuce. So every generation has their own kind of word for it, whether you're pro or, or against cannabis. It seems, eh? For sure, it's a generational uh, dictation of verbiage. Uh, I've seen what they saw on TV or the war mm-hmm. on drugs brought a lot of different slang words and terms and yep. um, yeah, hip-hop had influence, so all different kinds of words, but uh, end of the day, weed cannabis is uh, where we're at today. Exactly. Call it what you want. All right, let's wrap up with what is your favorite terpene and why? Um, so I'm trying to be diving into what makes up that nice dank jet fuel, gassy diesel notes. Uh, a lot of the strains have a nice high level of myrcene blended with other flavored compounds within. So I love myrcene uh, in the right strain, especially like a jet fuel, one of my favorite smells and cannabis noses. Uh, but looking at like a flavored compound, if you're really getting into like a volatile ester, uh, looking at the isovalaric acid, which is like behind cheese, 
I like cheese and uh, look into like a, a UK cheese or a blueberry cheese and getting that deep, gassy, stinky cheese notes. Or some people have referred to it as a stinky feet notes, not my favorite uh, uh, describing word, but love those terpenes of that gassy diesel and also that cheese side. It's, it's really tremendous what the cannabis plant can produce. Yeah, it is strong. Some of those, some of those cheese yeah. strains and cultivars are so uh, strong. All right, this has been a lot of fun, Quinn. Uh, you can check out the full interview with Quinn at www.cannabis101podcast.ca. Check us out and follow us on social media at the Cannabis 101 on Twitter, at the Cannabis 101 Podcast on Instagram, and at the Canna 101 Podcast on Facebook. You can email us at Cannabis101Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.